Hello, friends. For today's practice, we're continuing with all the many metaphors water gives us. Water allows and flows. A small and persistent drop of water can erode rock. Water is life. Like a little boat bobbing on a lake, we explore soft rocking movements while being aware of the ebb and flow of our internal sensations. We engage with a bit of catch and release of the wild psoas. One of my teachers, Liz Koch, is fascinated by the psoas and she refers to it as wild. Wild as an untamed or feral or perhaps even a little uncivilized. The psoas will not be domesticated. Are you familiar with the psoas? It hugs your lower back and connects your legs to your hips. It's got a big job. It's, very it's a very strong muscle and kind of elusive or wild. <laughs> it responds best to releasing and allowing rather than force. Doesn't that remind you of water? So please gather whatever you need to find deep comfort and rest. Perhaps some warm socks, a blanket or a soft candlelight. Whatever it is you require, gather it in and let's get into some somatic solace. Welcome to our second session in this series. And if you didn't attend the first one, I um, set a little bit of a context for the next few weeks that we'll be gathering. And I am, a lot of my meditation lately, these last few weeks have been focused on water and the qualities of water. Um, few things about water I find really fascinating. One is that we are born out of water. So even in the, in the embryonic fluid, we formed. And then also, depending on your worldview and what time frame you're, you have, billions of years ago or millions or thousands of years ago, we evolved out of water or out of a void, right? And then I like to think about how water is... Um, a persistent change maker, a drop of water, a really nonviolent, gentle, persistent motion can alter a mountain, can alter rock, something very solid. And there's lots more metaphor in water, which I'm sure we'll um, explore. So my invitation for today's practice is to begin on the floor, to begin um, if that's a comfortable place for you to come and lay down on the floor. And we'll start with a meditation of arrival. And I want to share with you a poem. I always bookend our sessions with meditation and some sort of word, either poetry or song lyrics or snippet from a short story. But I like the magic of words. Casting a spell, perhaps. So as you begin to settle into whatever form it is that you're taking, begin to notice your breath. 
and see if you can witness the journey of your breath, the flow of your breath without altering it. Could you be an observer of your breath? And maybe pay attention to the speed of your breath. How does it feel to notice? Do you have an urge to alter your breath? Do you have an urge to mm, attach a story to your breath? So I know it's getting a little meta, noticing the noticing and then notice that. <laughs> yeah, like little drops of water on the ocean of your breath. Beginning to turn your awareness to your internal experience. And if it feels right to do so, maybe close your eyes or soften your gaze. And just watch your breath. Allow all other stimulus to just float by. When you hear a sound, just let it float by. The poem I want to share with you today is from John O'Donohue, who is my favorite poet. So I read him often. He's my favorite philosopher, poet, theologian. And the book I'm reading, um, he wrote it for his mother um, after his father died. Uh, he wrote it for his mother, his father's wife, right? And it's called Benoch, which is Irish for blessing, the word blessing. And it also contains a word, karak, karak, rocking. It, it's, a karak is a boat. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the gray window and the ghosts of loss gets into you. May a flock of colors, indigo, red, green, and azure blue, come to awaken in you a meadow of delight. When the canvas frays in the curac of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you, may there come across the waters path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak 
to mind your life. Now, once again, draw your awareness back to the rhythm of your breath and, and notice it now. It may have altered. You may find that your breath is softer and deeper, longer. And as you are witnessing your breath, could you begin to notice how your body gently rocks like a boat, like a kurak on the ocean, on the waters? With each inhale, there's movement in your body. And with each exhale, there's a responding movement. Could be a really subtle movement Or it could be something that you know is happening, but there's not actually any physical sensation. You're aware of it on a, a different level, a somatic level. And now you're welcome to stay exactly here. You can, for the next, 50 minutes, you can stay right here. I'm going to invite us into some movement. And um, if you want to join in that invitation, please come on up to a seat. When you've come on up to a seat, Bring your legs into whatever position is comfortable for you. Today, I'm sitting um, not cross-legged, I'm sitting more like in a butterfly. So the soles of my feet are touching and my knees are wide, my legs are open in a diamond. And check that out, maybe that's comfortable for you or maybe one leg's extended, one leg is tucked in. Yeah, there's lots of different ways to sit and it, it changes, right? changes with the seasons, with the days. So respect that. So again, you're um, welcome to keep your eyes open. Um, just in my own personal experience in my somatic practice, I find it really beneficial to close my eyes and if I'm uneasy with closing my eyes, if I don't, if that's not feeling safe, I will gently close my eyes by looking down at the ground and just kind of softening my gaze, like releasing the muscles around my eyeballs. I was a nun for almost 20 years and this releasing the eyeballs and softening the gaze, it's one of our practices. It's called custody of the gaze. And um, it was, uh, expected that you, when you were in company of others, you would not make eye contact. You would hold custody of the gaze. 
So I'm offering to you today throughout our practice is to hold custody of your own gaze and allow your gaze to be internal into your own experience today. So however you've landed, let's start with some big sweeping motions. Start to loosen up the rib cage, maybe get a bit more expansive for the lungs. On the inhale, reach your arms up towards the sky. And then with the exhale, sweep them back down. We'll start right simple like that, right? So inhale, maybe sweep your arms to the side and then up towards the sky. And then exhale and sweep them back down. Now in your next inhale, sweep them forward. Inhale, sweep your hands forward and up towards the sky. And then exhale, sweep them back forward and down. And then inhale, sweep to the side, up towards the sky, and then back down. Now let's mix it up, right? Let's get our brain involved. So on the next inhale, sweep one arm forward and one arm to the side. And then on the exhale, the opposite arm sweeps down and the opposite arm goes forward. And keep rotating that. So inhale, one arm reaches up, one sweeps to the side. On the exhale, reverse that motion. One more time, inhale. One arm sweeps to the side, one arm reaches forward, and then exhale, you switch which arm sweeps forward and which arm goes to the side. And pause here for a moment, because we're gonna switch which arm reaches forward. Do you remember which arm was reaching forward? <laughs> Let's inhale, one arm reaching forward and the other arm sweeping up towards the sky. And then exhale and again reverse which arm reaches forward and which arm sweeps to the side. And you know what, I have found that I know that I have switched the direction of my arms because it feels awkward. Because our brain is always seeking the path of least resistance, right? So the first time you did this, you probably chose a movement, a path that your brain was familiar with. So your dominant hand probably led the motion. Okay, one more time. And then come and pause. Now let's inhale and sweep the arms back up towards the sky. And this time we're gonna open into a twist. So on an exhale, turn towards the left, sweep your arms down towards the floor and open into a twist to your left. And on your exhale, sink into this twist. You could see how it feels to take your gaze a little bit further left. So without turning your face or your neck, let your eyeballs search a little bit further left. 
few more seconds, maybe another five seconds. And when your next inhale comes, let your arms float and sweep up towards the sky, turn back towards the center, and when the exhale comes, turn and open to the right, allowing your hands to come to rest wherever they land. And with your exhale, once again, sink into this twist. And then once again, Check out how it feels to reach with your eyeballs a bit more further to the right. Check in with your breath. If your breath is taking some effort and come out of the twist a little bit. Give your lungs a bit of space to fill up. So keep your eyes gazed towards the right. And you might notice you have um, a, a desire to swallow or maybe yawn or you might release a sigh. So now when your next inhale comes again, float your arms up towards the ceiling. Exhale, turn back towards the center and lower your hands. Let them land wherever they land. Your eyes are open or closed, gazing softly down at the ground. And the reason I suggested that you may have the sensation of swallowing or sighing or yawning is because what we just did, twisting our necks and then taking the gaze a bit further than the twist in one direction, we held it for about 30 seconds. And then we came the other direction. And again, we extended the gaze a little bit further and it held for 30 seconds. And then coming back to the center, this movement, including the eyes, releases and resets the vagus nerve. And if you want to uh, learn about something really fascinating, check out the polyvagal theory. Yeah, it's by Dr. Stephen Porges. And he, he expands on the fight flight response of the central nervous system, right? He adds two more. He adds freeze and friend because we have a prefrontal cortex so we can friend. So that's the polyvagal theory and that's the vagus nerve that we just reset. Anytime you're feeling a little um, nervous, a little overwhelmed, a little agitated, stressed, you could do this quite discreetly. You could turn your body in one direction and extend the gaze further into that turn, hold for 30 seconds, come back to center, and then take it in the opposite direction. So you can do that reset as often as you need. It's just a little thing to have in your little stress busting toolkit. 
So lift your shoulders and roll them back. Done a few different arm raises. So we, we were engaging the bigger muscles in our back, right? There might be a little bit of tension being held in there. Roll your shoulders a few times and then roll them in the opposite direction as well. And now let's do a twist of a different kind. So we'll add like almost a swimming motion to it in honor of our water motif. So readjust, um, if your legs are crossed, maybe release them and take the cross in the opposite direction. If you're holding your legs in that butterfly, that diamond shape, maybe either scoot your heels closer towards you or press them further apart. So just take a different engagement with your legs. Yeah, and let's reach up with our right hand. Reach your right hand up towards the sky. And with the exhale, lean over towards the left. Reach with your fingertips. Engage all the muscles in your right arm by spreading your fingers wide, engaging the muscles in your hand all the way down your arm. You might start, you might even feel it travel down through your armpit into your side rib cage, maybe. And now we're gonna add uh, a bit of a sweep. So with, your neck, with an exhale, when it comes, reach down towards your left knee, down towards the left knee, sweep your fingertips across the ground over towards your right knee, and then lift the arm back up towards the sky. So let's make big circles here. So you're reaching your arm across your torso to the opposite knee, and then sweeping your fingertips along the ground back up towards the sky. Do a few circles like that. One more big circle. And then when your fingertips come back up towards the sky, extend that reach. And keep that reach high and then turn at your waist and turn your gaze and open it towards the right. Your right arm is extended up towards the sky and you've turned and opened towards the right. I've got my left hand on my left leg. It's kind of giving me a little bit of, um, a little bit of torque. It's kind of like a little bike kickstand. It's giving me support as I come into this twist. And then inhale back to center and let that arm come back down to the down to the floor, down to your side, into your lap. And pause here for a moment. Notice how the right side of your rib cage feels and the left side. And now we'll stretch out the left side of the rib cage, yeah? So reach up with your left arm. And then with your exhale, lean over. So you're bending from the waist. It's almost as if you are drawing your arm, your left arm, your, pardon me, your right armpit closer to your right hip. A little accordion here on your right side. The left side is, you're inviting it in to open. You're inviting the rib cage to expand and open. And then engage your left arm, engage all the muscles in your left arm. And then one more thing, check in with your neck, right? Don't let any tension start to gather in your neck. So 
move your head about until you find a spot where your head feels supported because our heads are quite heavy and it's hanging here a little bit in gravity. So see if you can find a spot where your head feels supported. Because the trick with stretching is to not transfer the tension that we're releasing here into another part of our body and then we start chasing the tension around our body. Let's see if we can always invite softness into the areas that are providing support for the stretch. And then with your next exhale, sweep your left hand down towards your right knee. So we're gonna take those big circles on this side now. The fingertips skim across the surface and sweep back up towards the ceiling. Big circles. And your, this time your arm muscles can be engaged or you can release that engagement if you're starting to get a bit of tension, a bit of cramping in your fingers. I mean, if you have any arthritis in your fingers, it wouldn't be very comfortable to keep them engaged for so long. So one more big circle, reaching up towards the sky, over towards your right knee, skim your fingertips across the surface of the lake big imaginary lake in front of us, and then the hands reach back up towards the ceiling. And when you're ready, you're gonna turn from the, twist from the waist over towards the left. And then Inhale, back to center, release that arm, your left arm, let it come down to a place of rest. Once again, holding custody of your gaze. And pause for a moment. Noticing what's, what's presenting for you right now. And I invite you to allow your somatic wisdom to gently surface rather than searching for sensation. I invite you to um, honor even if nothing is presenting. That's something to notice. So some things you could be paying attention to are thoughts, emotions, energies. Maybe you're a person who sees color. Maybe you smell something. Maybe you can hear a snippet of something. These are all things you could notice. This is all sensory information. Okay, if your legs have been folded or in that T, extend them out in front of you. Take a few circles with your ankles. Roll your feet in one direction. 
And then we'll roll them in the opposite direction. Point and flex a few times. And then make your way down onto the floor, laying on your back. And before you go, maybe if you have a mug of tea, maybe take a little bit of sustenance for the journey. And then when you land, you're laying on the ground on your back. Consider bending your knees and placing your feet flat on the ground. This is quite a neutral um, posture for the spine. And it helps to um, bring in a little bit of softness to all the muscles and tendons around the, the pelvis hip joints, right, where we can hold a lot of um, tension just from sitting, just from the basic postures that we tend to take in daily. I know I sit a lot. <laughs> so if that could be a comfortable spot. If it's not, maybe uh, extend your legs out, let your arms be at a, a little bit of distance away from your body. Pretend you're a starfish. And again, allowing your awareness to rest on your breath. And remember at the beginning, I um, suggested noticing the gentle swaying that comes with the inhale and the exhale, the gentle movement that comes with the inhale and the exhale. And sometimes that can be felt more um, it's, it's more easily felt when you're laying on your back. You can get more information. You might notice on the inhale that your lower back gently lifts up off the ground. There's a gentle arch. Yeah, there's no efforting here. I'm not inviting you to bring an arch into your lower back. I'm just pointing out some suggestions that some people have reported they feel <laughs> and I have experienced. You might notice your rib cage uh, lifts a, on the inhale, it lifts a little bit and it opens. Yeah, that's so that the lungs have room to fill up. What else might you notice? You might notice that your skull rolls a little bit, your chin, on the exhale, your chin might tuck in closer to your sternum and then on the inhale the front of your throat opens ever so slightly and the chin might go back and you might hear it feel a rocking sensation on the back of your skull on the inhale maybe the backs of your shoulders sink a little bit deeper into the floor and then what can be noticed on the exhale Maybe you notice your belly uh, softens and tucks in closer towards your spine. 
Maybe you notice your lower back reaches down towards the ground. And there's a slight tuck to your tailbone, like how when puppies tuck their tail. What else do you notice on your exhale? Now the next series of um, movements I want to offer you are for your, your psoas, hip flexors, really super strong muscles. Um, I'm pausing because I'm remembering a teacher of mine and she had a fantastic way of talking about the psoas. She was just fascinated with it. And um, she called it wild. She called it like a wild part of our body, uh, wild as like in feral. And um, it's not something that you can control or chase. Um, it's something you just have to allow. It's a very yin muscle. <laughs> if you study yin yoga, it's, it's something that you have to really allow. And um, it's not something you can effort. It's not one of those muscles that you can effort or strengthen or stretch, it's more about releasing and softening and allowing. And I think that's a real quality of water. Water allows, right? Water receives and it allows, it takes the shape of whatever is, it is, whatever is in it, it shapes around whatever is in it. And it also takes the shape of whatever it is in. So see if that water, that water metaphor helps you as you move through releasing your psoas muscle. So if your knees are not bent, I invite you to bend your knees, place the soles of your feet on your ground, on the ground. We'll work on one side at a time. So choose your side, left or right. Draw that knee towards you. So I'm, I'm gonna cue with the left side just for a little bit of clarity. So draw the left knee towards you, wrap your hands, like interlace your fingers and place them at the back of your thigh or maybe the back of your calf and draw that knee close in towards you. You may need to take the hip, the, the knee a little bit outside of the hip so you can draw it close enough so you feel a snugness, you start to feel a little bit of um, you start to feel the holding in your in your hip joint. Well, the hip tendon actually, not so much the joint. I guess I don't know if you can feel your joints. I don't know. You feel tightness in your joints, I guess, the swollenness. Anyway, drawing that knee up towards your armpit. The left knee is drawn towards the left armpit, and then point your foot and draw the toes back towards you. So you are pressing your energy out of the ball of your foot. You are pointing and flexing at the same time, which is often called flointing, or it kind of reminds me of the Barbie foot. So pointing and flexing at the same time, pressing the energy out of the ball of your foot, you're drawing your knees towards you. So keeping this engagement, so you're gonna notice that there's a lot of muscle engagement happening in your left leg, right? Your right leg, 
extend it along the floor so that it's straight. This causes any sort of discomfort in your lower back, then draw your right foot back towards you. So bend that right knee and draw the foot back towards you if that causes any discomfort. If you're able to extend the right leg out in front of you. Begin to release your hands while keeping that engagement of the left, left leg, the muscles, and moving so slowly, I'm gonna say do it in eight to 12 breaths. Begin to reach your left foot towards the floor, keeping the knee bent and keeping all the muscles engaged. So moving slow, 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 beginning to lower the foot towards the floor. And again, like we were doing when we were circling our arms, check in with your lower back, check in with your hips, make sure that you're not transferring any tension there. Let your exhales be strong here. You could even go on your exhale. So keep that leg engaged as it's lowering towards the floor. When your foot does land on the ground, roll it slowly, the back of the heel will probably land for it first, and then roll along the sole of your foot, along the outer edge of your foot, and then the ball of your foot, maybe the toes land, maybe, maybe the toes wanna not come down to the ground. And then slide that leg along the ground, extend it out in front of you, yeah? And now the right leg, if it's not extended, could you extend it out in front of you as well? So the left and the right leg are both extended. Let your arms be at your side in whatever way is neutral. Notice how the left leg feels and the right leg feels. Then we're going to, um, before you take the movement, let me describe what I'm going to suggest. My suggestion, we're going to come back to you with our knees bent and the feet flat on the ground. But my suggestion for you here is to begin to bend your knees and draw the soles of your feet together. And then draw your heels back up towards, back towards your belly, back towards your hips. And eventually your feet are going to come flat on the ground and let your feet slide across the ground. So let's try that again. Extend your legs straight out in front of you. Turn the feet out. Let the legs externally rotate. Begin to bend your knees. Draw the soles of your feet towards one another as the heels are also drawing closer up towards your hips. And then eventually you will your feet will turn inwards, the soles of the feet land flat on the ground, and your knees are bent. Yeah? One more time. Extend your legs out in front of you. Release the feet outwards. Bend your knees. Begin to draw the heels towards you as the soles of the feet come to meet. Left kisses right. Keep drawing the heels up towards 
the pubic bone, and then eventually you'll come to the point where the soles, where the feet want to rotate inwards, the soles land on the ground, and then draw your feet a little bit apart to a place of comfort. Okay, now let's do that psoas release on the right side or the other side, depending on what you chose last time, right? So again, draw your right knee towards your right armpit and into draw your hands back behind that right leg, interlace your fingers. And I'm gonna suggest however you've interlaced your fingers to release and take the interlace in the opposite direction, which again, might feel a little awkward. <laughs> okay, so you're holding your leg and you're drawing the knee in until you find a place of uh, resistance, yeah? So, yeah, you're looking for a little bit of resistance, but not a painful, not an efforting type of resistance. It's almost where you've, you've reached the end of your extension rather than the end of your efforting. And let's engage the leg muscles by um, taking that, um, the, the, flex, the point, point to your foot and then flex the toes. I always imagine that the, there's energy, there's a laser shooting out of the ball of my foot. <laughs> I watch too much Star Trek. So draw the knee towards your armpit, point the foot, flex the toes. And that movement right there with your foot fires up your right leg. So now all the muscles are engaged. And this muscle engagement is necessary for the psoas to release. And holding that muscle engagement is the key to releasing your psoas. Okay, now with your left leg, you can either keep um, it bent as it is right now, or you could extend the left leg straight out in front of you. And this side might be different, right? So it's, it's no less effective if your, knee, if your left leg is straight or bent. When you're ready, keeping that muscle engagement in your right leg, release your arms, let them land wherever they land. And then begin to slowly, slowly lower the right heel towards the ground. And again, going for about like eight, nine, 10 cycles of breath. Keeping the muscle engaged. Sighing on your exhale whenever necessary. And another thing I've noticed with this is my left leg has a memory of doing this. And sometimes the, the left foot starts to do that point. Check out your left foot. Is it wanting to get engaged? Ask it if it can just relax. Just rest there for a while. Now maybe your foot has landed, maybe your heel is on the ground and begin to roll along the sole of your foot until it is once again flat on the ground. There might be a little bit of muscle engagement in here. There might not be a whole lot. Whatever's there, allow it to be. And then extend, slide your foot along the floor and extend your right leg out in front of you and then if your left leg is bent, extend it out in front of you as well. So both legs are extended. 
and release all engagement. Let all muscle engagement melt away. Wiggle your toes a little bit. Rock your head from side to side. And then once more, let's do that. Drawing our heels towards our pelvis, towards our belly. So your legs are extended out in front of you and allow your feet to flop outwards. So you can externally rotate your legs. Begin to bend your knees, drawing the heels up towards you as the soles of your feet come to meet. And then eventually you'll come to a spot where the feet wanna rotate in and the soles land on the ground. Extend your legs out in front of you. Bend the knees, begin to scoot the heels up towards you and then also draw the soles towards one another. And once more, extend your legs out in front of you. your heels up towards your belly, sliding along the floor until you reach that point where your intuition and your body says, let's roll the feet inwards, land the soles of the feet on the ground. And then bring your feet with your knees still bent, but your feet come wider than your hips and gently rock your knees to the left, back up to the center, and then over to the right. And allow your upper body to just come along for the ride, yeah? Your arms could be out at a T. And then once again, draw your knees in towards you, wrap your arms, your hands around your shins, curl up into a tight little ball, maybe rock from left to right, or maybe you wanna roll along your spine from your tailbone up to the base of your skull, a little rocking motion. So you decide if you wanna rock from left to right, or if you wanna rock lengthwise along your spine or do both, <laughs> it's your boat. <laughs> you are in charge of your Karak. And then for a few breaths, extend your arms up towards the ceiling and extend your legs, your feet up towards the ceiling too. So your feet and your hands are reaching up towards the ceiling and shake out your arms Shake out your feet and your legs. 
You might even want to shake out your lips, do a head. And then let everything float back down to the ground and land however it lands. Now we're going to move into some silence, some held silence. And you're welcome to stay however it is that you've landed or maybe you want to shift around a little bit. Or you're also welcome to do some gentle movement during silence. Sometimes I cannot abide stillness in silence and I will not cause myself any harm. So I invite you to consider that as well. Ahimsa, if you're familiar with the some of the tenets in yoga, ahimsa is nonviolence. And so I invite you to consider your practice a place of nonviolence. If you want to take some movement, if you want to write in a journal, if you want to eat some cake, go for it. But do consider taking it in silence. So begin to let go of any breath control you may have. And I'll read the poem once more, and then I'll read it. I'll leave you in silence for about 10 minutes and then give you a few options when it's time to come out. So this is a blessing of Benach. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the gray window and the ghost of loss gets into you, may a flock of colors, indigo, red, green, and azure blue, come to awaken in you a meadow of delight when the canvas frays in the karak of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you, may there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life.
Okay, begin to steer your boat back towards the shore. Pause just for a few moments in your breath. Noticing any gentle movement that happens with the inhale and the exhale. Maybe flutter your eyes open. Begin to, begin to bring into the awareness your surroundings. Yeah, so beginning to notice what's in the space where you are. Starting to come out of the internal depths into the external world, knowing that you always contain that internal world. It's always there to revisit. So thank you very much for sharing your somatic practice with me today. Yeah. However your, the rest of your day flows, I hope it's gentle. I hope it's a gentle day for you, that it's kind. That there is a unfolding of wonder and delight in your day. Thank you.